0: Welcome to the Back Box Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now, here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome, everybody, to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. I'm so excited because I'm talking about pinball and I'm talking about it with my friends. It's all goodness. This week's guest is another streamer, and I've Been wanting to have her on for months, y'all, because I saw her take it down at the women's division event at Indus this year. She took first place. She is number twenty-two in the women's rankings. Please help me welcome Stephanie Traub. Hey, hi. Hey, Stephanie, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to to meet you virtually. Um, Likewise. I ah, we're going to talk about all the things, y'all. We're going to talk streaming. We're going to talk tournaments. We're going to talk snacks. It's it's all my dreams come true. Stephanie, for folks who may not know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started in pinball and where you're at today?
1: My name is Stephanie. I am 38 years old. I in real life, which is weird right now. I I work at the State Department. I'm an attorney there. I've been working there for Twelve years being a lawyer sucks. So in my in my, in my spare time, when there was other things to do with your life, there I, I play a lot of pinball. I like going to shows, which are also canceled, <laughs> you know. And, and that, that's pretty much what I like to do is music and pinball kind of stuff. When I was a kid, let's say the late '80s, early '90s, I started liking pinball I was an only child and I I, I used to always want to go play pinball at like I've talked to people about this like what are you talking about but someone has to maybe identify with this who's maybe my age approximately when I would go on like vacation with my parents hotels used to have arcades in them like little teeny rooms in like the basement where they would have stuff for your kids to do and the first thing I would do when we went to a hotel is I would go the basement to find the arcade and see if they had a pinball machine and I would do that every single time and then also every year I would ask for a pinball machine (laughs) for Christmas (laughs) and my parents you know I wasn't like super spoiled or anything but like when I look back on it, it I was not an unreasonable child I don't think asking for a pinball machine in the 90s was too much of an ask like now those pinball machines are worth thousands and thousands of dollars, so they should have bought one, but I never got my pinball machine, uh, probably because they knew that it would take someone to fix it all the time. But ever since then, I've always liked pinball. I like video games too. I used to play a lot of Halo in like college (laughs) (laughs) because pinball really wasn't... uh, I went to school in Charlottesville. There's pinball there now, but there wasn't then, at least not that I was aware of. And then when I I moved to DC in April of 2007, and I remember I was dating this guy who moved to DC. And so I moved up here too. That didn't work out. But so I moved up here anyway. But I was looking for like n- new friends and things to do. And I was like, Oh, I should go play. I wonder if there's pinball up here. And like not knowing that there was ever any sort of competitive pinball thing. I really didn't know that. Then I remember I looked it up. And there actually was a league up here. And this was this was like 2007. And it was the Free State Pinball Association, And I didn't know anyone in that at that point, and they played at this place called John's Place in um, Fairfax, which at the time I was not. It, it, it's kind of not close to DC in the sense that if without without a car it would take forever to get there. With a car, it would take like forty minutes in rush hour, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of weird." I was looking for young people who wanted to go play pinball, and it was like it was out in Fairfax, which is the suburbs, and I was just like, "Okay, no." But then, like. When did I go again i, I I'm trying to like th- th- think of like when Lyman's came into it, so I remember they were so i I didn't go join that league at all at that point, but then I remember I don't remember when Lyman's opened, and so I feel bad that I don't know. I think it was around twenty twelve ish I'm sorry uh, Kevin Perone, if you're listening, I don't remember when Lyman's opened, but I remember when Lyman's Tyburn in d c was opening they were like showing the build out on like a local blog or something. And they were like, oh, it's going to have pinball machines. And I'm like, oh boy, pinball machines. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the only place, other place that I had been around here at the time that had them was the black cat had them, but I wasn't like a, in, in tune with like the league stuff at all, but other people were. And basically when I when Lyman's open, I started going to Lyman's just to play pinball. Like, the owner of Lyman's, who was Kevin Perone, and his partner Jess Kleinman. But it was Kevin who talked to me because I guess he saw me there all the time. He's like, "Oh, you should come join our pinball league." I'm like, I don't know, sounds kind of weird. He's like, "No, you'll <laughs> like it." I'm like, "Okay." And so, like, one, I went, I did it anyway, and I was like, "Oh, this is really fun." And so, then I joined that league, and then now, well, I guess not now because they're all canceled. But um, I also ended up joining. The, the that league that I mentioned from two thousand eight, which is the Free State Pinball Association, which is really big. So that's a di- that was a different league. Lyman's was a local D.C. league. That Free State Pinball Association is like Maryland, Virginia. They did have a league in D.C. briefly, but they don't anymore as of pandemic time. At the start of pandemic time, I was in a league at Lyman's, the Free State Pinball Association league. That's at Mom's which is Mom's Organic Market. There's a big pinball place in the back room. I don't know if you've heard about Mom's.
0: I've heard uh, about it, and I'm totally intrigued. <laughs> yeah, so, that, so that's where that's
1: where I stream every, with Jose Chong every Tuesday, sometimes Wednesdays. And so I played in the league there on Mondays, and then Lyman's on Thursdays. Then I was also in a, a, a house league, which is a b- bunch of people from just pin. There's a lot of pinball around here. Um, people who were into it, like private collections and stuff. So we had a house league that rotated around to different people's houses that had bunches of pinball machines. I only have, um, one pinball machines <laughs> oh well, i have two right now in, in the house but one is not mine um so the league was never at my house but there's people around here who have tons of private collections and so we would every like two weeks we would go to someone's house and have beer and play pinball so i was do and then i was every every weekend i was pretty much is there is there a pinball tournament i'm gonna go to the pinball tournament so now life is a lot different because my like weekends used to be just like i going to a pinball event, like a local one, because again, we have a lot of pinball around here. So that has changed. And I look forward to when we can all go back to doing that, because that was really fun. But yeah, I had just started really going, like traveling far for pinball events. I mean, I've gone to Pinburg. I've been twice. I went in 2018 and 2019, and then I was going this year, but huh. And then... I, I went to Flippers, out uh, for two of uh, two years. That's not really not that far from here in in, in North Carolina and the Outer Banks. I went to that a couple times. I go to Baltimore to play a lot, but Baltimore is only like forty five minutes away. Holy for Holies, which I think you talked to Wana
0: Juana about. Yeah. yeah, she has uh mentioned that, and that's also where the Bells and Chimes Baltimore plays
1: yes, out Yes, I was also in that league, but um, we only met like it's twice <laughs> yeah, I it twice
0: yeah i know it felt so bad she was like we met twice and we then covid I'm like Aww. yeah
1: yeah yeah so uh, i assume that we'll start up again when it can i don't know how how is that's going to work but I'm, whatever it is we'll be fine but the going to end this was the first like big thing that i was like Okay, I guess I'll fly to Los Angeles because it sounded fun, and it was fun. It was my friend who's also very big into competitive pinball. Phil Baird had gone the year before and really enjoyed it, and he had gone by himself. And I was like, "Oh, this year I want to come with you." And he's like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Also, we're bringing Jose, <laughs> the, the person I stream with." And so we had a we had a fun trip out there. But anyway, that's uh, kind of where I'm at with with pinball at the moment. So.
0: No, I love it. You've been, you know, that was a whole journey. And you've got a lot of league time. And of course, you know, you had the big win at Indisc as well. Let's jump into news there. Again, COVID. Earth is closed, y'all. You know, there's not a ton of news. But one thing I thought was really cool is that they put together a virtual con. California Extreme happened about a week ago. And we heard about it from our friend Jeff at thisweekinpinball.com. That's where we get all of our news here at the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Thanks, Jeff. But I thought it was neat that they ran a virtual event on Twitch. I mean, yes, y'all. I know it's not the same. (laughs) But we're trying. Everybody is trying. We're, you know try to make it work as best we can. They had a couple of different announcements and things and interesting chats. It was a chat between Mike Vinicor and Eddie, Brian Eddie, who developed Stranger Things. And you've had some time on Stranger Things. So it was interesting to hear how they developed the the process. And you, they were talking about Whitewoods and ramps and all different types of things. A lot of the game development itself. As somebody who's had a chance to play it, what are your kind of first impressions of it?
1: I thought, I think it's fun. It feels very like, I don't know, like bouncy, but like in a good way, like it's very springy. That that kind of doesn't make much sense to maybe anyone but me, but I like the feel of it. It's kind of like Attack from Mars, like, because you start modes. I mean, it's not like total annihilation or anything, um, but like you start modes on the orbits and then the ramps the lock is a little different when i played it at first i played it when it the, when it first came out and when you play it, at first the code was in order to that so i actually have never watched the show <laughs> so <laughs> I, um, either, I, I so <laughs> okay i know it's very you know it hangs its hat on a lot of like nostalgia from like the, the growing up in the you know that sort of you know the same sort of era that you know, I did, I guess. So like, I know they're like, Oh, Ghostbusters. Oh, never any story, that sort of thing. So I'm like, "Eh, Okay, but like, I I don't know. I've never seen it. But I know that that monster, the gore, whatever the thing with the gaping, the The gaping mouth. Yeah, Yeah. the the gaping mouth thing. Yeah, in the middle, I was like, Oh, I'll just knock that down and like, and hit it a bunch of times and it will go in the, the mouth or whatever it is. And like the ball never went in the mouth ever, which is fine, I guess. But at first, you couldn't get points unless it went in the mouth like I don't think you could time out the mode either and so it was kind of frustrating like dude the ball just like the, the like trajectory of the ball it's not I'm not missing it's just always I mean I guess I'm, I am missing <laughs> but um, it wasn't going in the mouth so like you can't it, you didn't get points for just whacking the thing but then they updated the code and then you did and so it, it got less frustrating because you've got points for hitting the, the dude in the middle and not getting it in his mouth
0: I mean, if you're just looking at it, I would think, oh, that's the thing I bash. That's the bat. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's the main no, thing in but, the middle. <laughs> but, then,
1: but then I actually have played multiple Stranger Things, like different peoples. Mm-hmm. The first the first time I played it was at at MAGFest uh, in, in January. And that one, that one was the one I played uh, David Barbers, who's the operator at Lyman's Tavern. He brought his to MAGFest in, in his like, suite. And we played it. And I'm like, dude ball was going in the mouth like what's up with that and he's like oh no um, he's like I'm gonna to try to like I'm gonna try to like move the ramp but then he said oh the ramp can't be adjusted and so anyway I ended up playing someone else's Stranger Things and the ball went in the mouth and I was like oh boy because it was actually very satisfying to hit it in the mouth so I don't know if like they were made Differently, but uh, I've played a couple, and some go in the mouth now, and it's more. It's, it's, it's it, so that's good, and I, I do I do like the the like sounds and stuff, the like the visuals, the video mm-hmm. clips. They're cool looking. I, again, I've not seen the show, so I don't really like identify with like. I'm like I'm not like oh boy, this is when this happens in the show. Like I'm just like okay, this kid's nose is bleeding for some reason. I guess he's psychic or something. I don't know. You know the kid I'm talking about, right? The, when yeah. the kid blocks the ball and he's like, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess he's magical or something. I'm not like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that. But it's fun for sure. I haven't gotten like m- super duper mega points on this game, but I, I have played it a bunch. but And I do enjoy it. And it was interesting to watch the clip from California Extreme where they were talking about like the drop targets and stuff like that. I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah, you guys will definitely put that link in the show notes. It's from the recap for this week and pinball for this week, but there is a, a lot of goodness in that video. The other couple announcements they had Zen Studios. I know everybody has feelings about virtual pinball, but w- when we're all, you know, dealing with COVID and being at our house, sometimes you got to deal with virtual pinball. I like it. Don't, I don't hate on it whatsoever. They're releasing uh, Williams Volume 6, which is going to include Dr. Dude, Space Station, and Funhouse. I like Funhouse. I got to give a shout out to Raleigh Palace, who hates Funhouse because the, the doll creeps her out. And as soon as I saw that, I immediately thought of Raleigh. So it's like, no, sorry, girl.
1: The doll is pretty creepy. I it is. It is
0: creepy. I, I, I sent her some um, stickers that uh, Soft Plunge had done, and it's like, "Hello, my name is," and it has like, a- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and she's like, "No," and I was like, "This is the best <laughs> gift I've ever given." It
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, yeah, no, those are those are coming out next from Zen Studios. And the other uh, really cool video that came out, Jack Danger talked about building his dead flip pin. So it, uh, he talked about his entire homebrew process, how that went along. Because I think there's this concept that like, I could build a pinball machine. Like once you've pay- played pinball long enough, you're like, I could do this. I-, I totally could do this. And then, oh my God, that looks... so <laughs>
1: I have, so I, I have never once thought oh, always like oh this is broken oh oh what do i do uh someone else help <laughs> um so and more yeah i i watched his his, his video about that and it looks super frustrating at that point i was like at this point i would just buy a pinball machine be like it you know <laughs> but I, I, I guess people like tinkering but that's like extreme tinkering for me it seemed like he had a a good time making it and it was uh educational for him at least
0: yeah and that was my whole thing i'm like oh you just like do a white wood you put some ramps in our it, it's all it'll be great and then i saw that whole process I'm like nope 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 i'm just gonna save my money in my
1: well not right now but necessarily but use some gas pay for gas and go play a pinball machine somewhere else because yeah that uh and people who are interested uh, you know I, I can see why it could be a cool project if you're into like programming and like Building things, but yeah, no, I've I've definitely thought about oh, a th- a certain themes would be cool, but I've never been like oh, I'm gonna I want to make it no someone else can do it maybe
0: (laughs) all right and then some sad news you guys so steffi and i are recording this on the 7th of august which is a friday and tomorrow august 8th is the last day uh for silver ball saloon owned by our friend bruce nightingale one of the co-hosts of the slam tilt podcast and a very much a big personality within pinball and it's just disappointing we i've seen several places close because of just the pandemic, I mean, unfortunately, restaurants, those type of service-based businesses that can't be open, it's just heartbreaking. So I'm, my heart goes out to Bruce and his family. And that's a bummer because I really wanted to get up there. <laughs> it was on my list of places to do when the next time I was in the New York area.
1: Yeah, that I- definitely is a bummer to see any place like that close, especially places that are, you think are doing well. well not right now, but before where, you know, you've heard about, and you were like, oh, I'm going to go. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's a, it's a bummer. So our hearts go out to Bruce and, and everybody affected by that. So darn you, COVID it just ruined the pinball for everybody. So, but we're going to move on. We're going to move on to happier things. And we're going to talk more about Stephanie because uh, Stephanie, I feel like is my sister from another mister because she likes all the things I liked pinball and snacks? Because y'all know, (laughs) if you listen to the show, I have a bonus question for people who come on about snacks. But first, I want to talk to you about your big win this year. It was one of the last big tournaments before Earth closed, uh, Indus, out in California. Uh, you know What was that experience like for you? That must have been a huge win and just a a huge sense of accomplishment for you.
1: Like I said, uh, that's definitely the furthest I've ever traveled for pinball and definitely a it was so far that I was like oh this is kind of I'm getting into like weird territory here <laughs> like <laughs> I am like, I mean I was pretty weird to begin with I would go to like everything around here that if there was a van I would go but like that I was like I'm paying to fly somewhere across three time zones I'm like well I'll think of it as I'd always wanted to go to uh, the museum of pinball and like I remember that from like years ago, before I was into pinball, I saw the picture of where it's located. And I was like, oh, that looks awesome. Like, you see these pictures of like, you know, the, they take it from like the, the floor and, and you see all the pinball machines that are all the way back against the wall. I'm like, wow. And they're like, oh, there's like over 500. and There's probably more because I think there, there's another whole warehouse full of the, the, the person's machines yeah. um, that, you know, the, the broken ones are there. And so I just, I had always wanted to go to that place and then I had read that it's only open three times a year and I'm like oh (laughs) I guess I'm not going to that place I actually remember when I was first getting into competitive pinball and I was creeping on people's like IFPA ranking pages to see like just to like see the tournaments that they had gone to and I remember thinking oh ha 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 that's a funny that's a funny name for a tournament. You know, it never drains in Southern California. Ha ha ha, get it? <laughs> and that, uh, then when the, my friend Phil, who plays in DC with me, he won the DC championship this, uh, he had gone and he said it was really fun. And so I was like, okay. And then uh, we brought Jose, who I stream with. We, he came too. And I kind of just thought of it as, oh, I'm going out to, you know, to see the place and play in the tournament. But then once I get to the actual tournament, itself anywhere. I'm like, I want to win. Ah. Then, so like, <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, I want to. And then I never do. And I'm like, ah. the, uh, the, the the first uh, night we were there was the day or whatever. Yeah. The, so we got there the night before and then that next day was the match play classics thing. It took a long time. And I actually hate that format. I mean, I enjoy that format in the sense that it's, you know, it, I, the two formats of pinball tournaments that I hate I hate pin golf. I hate pin golf. <laughs> I also hate flip frenzies because I get really like anxious at, in competition and flip frenzies is like normal anxiety times a thousand. So anyway, but then I go to tournaments like this all the time. just like, you know, round robin match play and you get points, you know, but it keeps going and going, and going. Right. And so uh, I love classics games a lot, but whenever I'm in a tournament like that, where you get points. Every round, depending on where you are with the group of four or whatever, I'm always like, oh, I did bad this first round. It's okay. I'll just get first the next round. And then I don't. And I'm like, I'll just have to get first three times in a row. And then I'll be back on top. And then that never happens. So, of course, it never <laughs> happens. It only happens to people who, you know, are very you know, good. And that I just psych myself out. So, that first day was like, uh, that was like a nothing. And then the next day was, I'm getting the days mixed up but I remember there there was the you know I didn't I actually did did not really focus at all on the main tournaments because I was like that it seems a little you know I don't do I really want to focus on that or do I want to focus on classics and the women's and so the first day I think was just normal classics one and I like almost qualified for that but i didn't so i was like oh, okay and i was like well what's left that i you know classics two which was the same so yes classics two was the same day as women's which was the next day i actually never got to enter classics two because of the women's tournament and i was like oh i'll put in some entries to the women's tournament and then i'll focus on classics two but then i thought that the ticket system was a new thing to me because I, I know they don't use that much anymore the whole ticket thing like right vo- vo- the tickets and stuff and then but as i started playing the women's thing i'm like you know i thought it would be like not easy to qualify i didn't th- i th- i thought that i would qualify like uh, i was like oh yeah these games are cool and then like at first like i, I played a couple of tickets i'm like wait a minute this is really hard <laughs> like uh, <laughs> um like how am i gonna do this blah blah blah. and then uh at the last at the last minute i submitted a ticket like really it was like in the last 10 minutes i submitted a ticket that qualified me like in the middle of the pack and I was like oh my god yay I remember I ran over to Phil and Jose and I was like look I qualified unless was, there was like five minutes left and there were still people playing and I was like like laser beams in the back of their head like ah um so <laughs> I ended up not being and actually I thought maybe that this helped while I was playing in the actual women's tournament because the classics qualifying was during the women's Right. Semifinals, and I was like, "Oh, you know, no big deal. If I don't, if I, you know, end up getting knocked out early, I'll be able to finish a classics two ticket." And I, I guess that like,
0: <laughs> it kind of like got in your head, like, "Oh, no big deal. There's yeah, no still more deal. people, right? Yeah, no, no big deal." Because
1: usually I'm like, "This is a big deal," and then I like blow it and I'm like oh but this whole time I was like oh yeah I want to go play Frontier again because Frontier was in the bank and I really like that game I'm like I just want to go play Frontier again I'll just I'll play this round and you know if I if I go forward you know if I make it I make it if I don't I can go play Frontier and I never got to play Frontier and I'm not complaining (laughs) by any means but it was it was interesting and there were a lot of people in the women's tournament that are very good and that I mean everyone was good obviously but that I had you know you hear them. I, I know Anna Walk because she comes down around here for events because New York really isn't too far as far as pinball things go. Uh, but I had I knew Kate Martin, but i I had never met like Zoe and Louise and I had but I'd heard of them so it was it was cool to be playing in an event with them. and uh, yeah, I was really excited to win. I was like trying to calculate it. I was like, because obviously you fly all the way to Los Angeles from Washington, D.C. And it, the plane ticket, the hotel, the food. I'm like, maybe the, the, the amount that I won, like, it kind of covered the, the trip. <laughs> so that was good. And I was excited because I had been, you know, hoping to qualify for the Women's World Championships, you know, that in right. theory would be this coming March, which I assume just won't happen because how could it? So uh, that was really exciting because when I when I won, actually, when you said I was 22nd in women's, I was like, wait a minute, last time I checked, which was months ago, because I, I was like, I was 19th before, but now I, I had forgotten that even as the world is over the, um,
0: I pol- still clicking yeah, along
1: yeah, still clicking along, and these things are aging. And so I'm like 19th, no. what happened? Cause I was like, Cause, 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 or 22nd. Cause I, as I remember, I was 19th when I, I won that. Cause I got like, like 55 points or something. And I was like, yeah, and because I, because it was only at that point, it was only January. And I was like, Cause you have to be like, they, they were going to open it up to like the top 16 or something. And I was close last year. I was a, I was an alternate for the,
0: for the women's world.
1: Yeah. For based on open tournaments. So anyway, I was hoping this year to be able to, you know, finally go to that, but I don't think that that, I don't think States or nationals or that will happen because how could it, but uh, I'm interested to see what, how they're going to start and when they're going to start, you know, this sort of thing again. But as as far as in this, the event itself went, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was, it was, you know, it was a, a, a big tournament, but like everyone was still really friendly. It was a cool place to be. It was fun to go. Like you could play the other games, you know, in the other room and there were a ton of them that, they, they all pretty much worked and it's like to play rare games and stuff that i've never really seen before and then we also went to it was because <laughs> it because banning is kind of in this like weird place between palm springs and uh, you know los angeles it's kind of like mm-hmm. this weird uh, no man's land kind of place and <laughs> they they had you know you remember the wizard you know the, the fred savage movie the wizard yeah, yeah. They go to California. And when they go to California, they go to, on the way, like, they go into the dinosaur, remember, they go into a dinosaur right. park, and that's in Vanning. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I, I remember being like, oh my god, we have to go to the place from The Wizard. I think, like, a bunch of, like, creationists bought the dinosaur park. I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> Um, but, Are you serious? But they did. So you can't go in the the big T-Rex. You can take a picture. We definitely took several pictures around the T-Rex and the, the, the right. Brontosaurus. But you have to like pay to go in before. Well, I think in the Wizard and in, P- and in Pee-wee's, and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. You could just they,
0: drive through. Like it was just.
1: So now they have like a fence around the hmm. T-Rex. And you can't like go in the T-Rex. Because I think you have to pay and like learn about the Bible while you're in there. Which is cool and all, but yeah. we did get a picture, so that was fun. And then we spent an afternoon in Los Angeles, so that that was fun. But no, I definitely would would go again. Um, but I did hear that they, they don't think they're going to have it this year, which uh, you know makes sense. I mean, it's in January, so it kind yeah. of is, it's kind of discouraging to be like, oh, really. Nothing in January too, huh? No. <laughs> you know? Because I, mean, I, I, I understand like it takes a ton of planning and, you know, you have to plan like months out. And so how are you going to plan for something like that? And you don't know what it's going to be like then, but I really, I, I, I would recommend uh, going. It's different than, you know, Pinberg is Pinburg uh, Pinberg is more like a, uh, you know, pinball summer camp. But uh, Indus was a little different, but I really, I did enjoy it. And I thought that everyone did it. It was really well organized. Um, the games from the banks were really fun. Like it, it wasn't your stereotypical game, games, but like I had never actually played a Stargazer before. And I it was in the women's bank. And I was like, oh my God, this game is really fun. And then I was like, I really want to own this game. And then when I came back home and I looked up how much it cost, I was like, oh no, I, I don't want to own this game because it's like really rare and blah, blah, blah. But, the, you know, the games were not typical games you might right. expect to see in, in a tournament, maybe. Um,
0: yeah, no, I've heard all the good things about Indus. So I, I'm i excited that you uh, confirmed all these. For our younger listeners, I will put a link to The Wizard, because I totally remember watching that when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so reasons I knew Stephanie. One, of course, the, the big Indus win. But before that, there was a great article about you in, I believe, the Washington Post? Am I correct?
1: Yes, there, there was an article in the Washington Post with a giant picture of me, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, so that happened because Emily May, she had contacted me, I guess just from word of mouth. I had met her briefly. I went to the Sanctum for their 24-hour event, which uh, I would I, 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 at this point, I would go to any pinball event ever. Like, I, I would go to a pinball event where you're playing the worst game of all time for 24 hours, just go to the pinball <laughs> event, but I really suck at playing games at 3am when I can't sleep. So I would love to go again. But that takes a special type of individual to be able to succeed at the 24 hour event at the sanctum. But I I think I first met her there. But she had contacted me. She's like, Oh, you know, my friend is doing a a piece about pinball. and And it's in the Washington Post. Do you have anyone she can talk to? And I was like, sure, she can talk to me. No problem. And so the article ended up being a a kind of about it. I did not think it would be so much about me. But yes, it was an opportunity for me to talk to her friend about, you know, pinball and DC and how, you know, more and more people are getting involved with with it and about women in pinball and that sort of thing. And then that article turned into a I don't know if you saw that it, there was also a piece in the, on the Today Show. Yes, um, that was back in September, October, that they filmed at Lyman's too, which I actually I like that piece better. <laughs> um, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was more about just I, I don't know that, that I thought was a, a a great piece too. I was actually, it was I, it was really good. I, I was actually kind of afraid that it would be the Today Show because you know you think of like. Like, you know, like Kathy Lee and like, um, cooking but, um, segments, all those yeah. sorts of things. <laughs> um, but no, I thought I actually thought that I was very was pleasantly surprised that, that today's show did such a, a good job uh, portraying the pinball scene in, in D.C. But yeah, no, we've over here, we've gotten some good publicity with trying to get people more involved. D.C. itself, as far as uh, like venues go, we did have two places you could that you can play an actual so there's District of Columbia, you know, is small ish as far as but you know, we're really close to Maryland and Virginia. Like and so there's pinball at mom's, which is P- mom's is actually in College Park Maryland is actually closer to me driving than Lyman's is as far as like uh, geography goes. but in DC itself we have Lyman's Tavern and um, we have the black cat which is a like a, a rock and roll venue, a, a small venue, and they had pinball machines there. But they, they like this was last year. They like restructured the building, so the guy who owns the Black Cat sold the part of the building that had where most of the pinball machines were, and so we couldn't have league there anymore. So basically, <laughs> right, now, yeah. So right, so I think there's like a couple machines like upstairs, but like two or three. So where we had league and everything is at Lyman's Tavern, which. Has been closed. Uh, D.C.'s been pretty strict about reopening kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah, I haven't been to Lyman's in, well, I've been to Lyman's outside, but like as far as playing pinball inside, I haven't played. I was there the last day they were open. We had pinball league there that Monday um, afternoon and that they, they closed on Monday night which was like March 17th or whatever that yeah. was, the Monday after Trump's speech on Thursday or whatever it was, that was the last day they were open. So inside. So that was the last time I really <laughs> played in DC, but um, and mom's closed the pinball room, but it's a grocery store. So it was open, but the room with the pinball machines in the back, which has like 35 machines in the back that opened up again like two weeks ago so yeah we've been doing the stream there so
0: a little bit about that so that's the other thing so i knew her i knew stephanie because of indisc i knew stephanie because of the article and the today show and this was the third thing Third thing, you're streaming, which I love. There are so many things I love about it.
1: Well, thank um, you. So, I'm, I'm you people
0: watch. Hello. You happen to cut kind across of when I have like other meetings and things. So, I tend to watch after my goal is to try to catch y'all live. <laughs> so, but I love the chemistry between you and Jose. It's so much fun to watch. I love the fact that it's at a mom's, which for listeners who, they, mom's organic akin to like a Sprouts or like a smaller, like Whole Foods. So, it's like an organic market. And you guys are streaming. I've never would have thought in a million years, it's kind of, I put it on the same level as Sunshine Laundry Mat. You know, you don't think of pinball in a grocery store, but it totally works. Um, So for somebody who maybe hasn't seen the stream before, can you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Also, the stream is called One iPod, One One iPod, One Pinball. That's because Jose, like before I even really knew him, he he started streaming with his like like years ago uh, like a well, long like four years ago or something like that with his like ipod like he streamed with his like iphone or ipod or whatever i don't know like on a stand and then he just aimed it at the m- machine and then he played and then i guess people were into that and so he and he would so he started it with a with an ipod and one ipod and one pinball and like the name has just never changed because i mean why wouldn't why would it because it's it's so weird and quirky (laughs) but he started getting he was he started to like buy better streaming equipment and going to like events Uh, we have like uh, there's a as i said there's a lot of different people types of people playing pinball in this area like wide range of ages and you know jobs and types of people play i mean uh, which i'm sure is the case anywhere there's a big pinball community but we have a, a big event that kevin stone runs granted we haven't had one since december but it's called pinholics it's it's at his house he has a bunch of machines in his basement and so jose would start, like start streaming events around here just like when people were like oh you should stream and he's like okay and so he he, he bought more and more like better equipment and then when moms opened, uh, they put the machines in in, in the grocery store. I think he, I, I I think he approached the owner of the, the market, who's Scott Nash, who also owns uh, Vook in Bethesda, which is a pizza takeout place that has a bunch of those are all his personal machines. He likes pinball a lot. And he comes to tournaments and stuff too. I I think Jose approached him and was like, Hey, can we stream your collection? (laughs) Which at moms, there's really like 35 machines. And Scott was like, sure, you know, that'd be be cool. And so Jose asked if I wanted to do like stream with him uh, once a week for moms. And I was like, Oh, okay, sure. No problem. Like, I can't imagine anyone really wants to watch me play pinball or or you actually like, but okay, like, you know, twist my arm, I'll go play a cool pinball machine for three hours a day, you know, once a week, no problem. So that I got I guess that started back in, like around, he started streaming, like March of 2019. That from there, uh, well, I think the first, yeah, the first episode I couldn't make it, so someone else streamed with him. But then, I think uh, we started with the like, creature. Uh, was the first game we streamed, maybe or pirates. No, it was pirates, Jersey Jack Pirates. I think we st- and then we've just we've played every game there, <laughs> so <laughs> except at, so occasionally. So what happens is the way Scott does the machines. At least that's what I've been told is that. Vuk Vuk is closer to his house. So Vuk is in Bethesda, Maryland. And then on the other side of the Beltway is um, College Park, which is where Moms is. So the machines that are at Vuk are the games he actually likes to play the most. And then when he gets tired of them, he sends them to (laughs) Moms. So we're getting like his tired games, I guess. So right now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is at Vuk. And not at mom's, and I don't know when he's going to get tired of it. He's still not tired of Jurassic Park, which is still at Luke But we haven't streamed. Next week we're going to stream Memory Lane, which is an old game, because wow. we've we've streamed every game at mom's. And actually, that so like a couple weeks ago, we, we finally were able to go back to mom's yeah, to stream. We, we you guys been have stri- been
0: kind of been streaming not at mom's, but no. you know out. Yeah, those those are all
1: Jose's games in his basement. The ones we were doing, and then we we definitely did a bunch. We did them like each twice because it was so long. But so he he had got Scott had gotten tired of Iron Man, so Iron Man moved to, Mom's, and so that was the first game we streamed from Mom's because I was like, oh, we haven't streamed Iron Man yet. That and then Memory Lane is there too. That had moved from from Vuk, but yeah, I, don't, I mean we played Creature from the Black Lagoon like several times. But I mean there, I mean. Uh, 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 there's going to be some duplication because we've been there, for, you know, for so long. But 35 games is a lot of games. So hopefully people don't get tired of seeing the, the same ones.
0: To me, that's a big enough collection to where, you know, if you go through rotation, you know, it coming back again, you're like, ah, I've seen streams where people own like three games or like five yeah, games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, you I know. I have two. And then I'm like, oh, I, I don't feel so
1: bad now. Because I'm always like, Jose's always always like, oh, do you want to stream blah? Because I really like Batman 66. And there's a Batman 66 there. And I could play that game all day and so like you want to stream batman again i'm like no people have got to be tired of seeing me play batman because i'm not very <laughs> good at it and i just like they're like oh do you you're playing batman again but then you have to realize like you know uh, we've played every game there so people and people aren't watching really you know they're like oh you've played that game already like don't play that again so yeah no but it's it's, it's been it's been fun i do think that and you know this was part of my motivation originally for doing the stream I was like oh if I play this often if I play a game for this we do a three-hour stream approximately if, if I play these games because my biggest thing at like tournaments and stuff is that I, I, I go to I go to a tournament I'm like I don't know the rules of this game and like the really good players like know like every game backwards and forwards and I'm like what Like explain something, I'll be like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, these are how you stack the moves. Yeah, and and I'm like, like, and I'm like, oh, this isn't fun. Like, like (laughs) I was like, if I, you know, it's good to get familiar with rule sets of games. I think it has improved. Like, my my pinball skills, just like playing over and over and over. I used to think I was like, oh, I should learn how to like you know, live catch and drop catch and all this stuff. I should just like do drills at my games at home. And I'm like, that seems kind of stupid. Like, like what am I going to do? Like have someone like Mr. Miyagi at the top be like, no, you flip the ball. Like, like that's weird. And I was like, this it seems like a, more, a, a fun way to learn. And, you know, yeah. to like, you know, have a good time with, you know, Jose and have maybe make one or two people laugh. But as far as the snack reviews go, I actually got that idea from Snow Galvin in Colorado. Her stream did a beer tasting every every time they do do a stream, they like review a beer because it's Denver and they're into beer, right? And so I was like, oh, like that's that's like a, a, a shtick they can do because that makes sense. And I was like, what can we do? you got to be bored watching the stream for 3 hours of just me blabbing my mouth cuz sometimes i listen to the stream and i'm like holy crap i'm annoying like uh, oh, i can no. imagine like people, like people listening to like god that girl she needs to shut up i was like oh we're at a grocery store how can we do something like Funny about being in a grocery store. And I was like, Oh, we can do a snack review instead of a beer review. So thanks. No, I kind of stole your idea indirectly. So I thought that would just be funny to like get a snack. And you know, every, every week. And I just thought it was like something stupid. And then but, but then once we started streaming at Jose's house, they're like, someone came on and was like, where's the snack review? I'm like, Really? You guys really like <laughs> that? what you meant. <laughs> like, I was like re- I was like, oh, I didn't really think anyone cared. But so that was that was that was good to hear that people, you know, it's care fine. and watched and, and stuff.
0: Vegan cracklins, <laughs> I think that was your last episode. For you listeners who haven't seen the stream, she's in an organic supermarket. So you're gonna get like the kind of fun snacks you would find in yeah. <laughs> an organic I, I, I veggie supermarket. Cool. Yeah.
1: I try to, I mean, there are a lot of the snacks are like that. Like, there's not like a butcher there. I mean, it's not like a vegan grocery store, but like, it's definitely catering to a clientele that is interested in like that sort of thing. So, I try to, like, in the jerky section, there is beef jerky, but there's also vegan jerky. And I'm like, everyone wants to know what this tastes like. So, I try to, I try to pick the, uh, the the stuff that's a little bit off, not off, but like a, a little bit different. But they, they they do have they have a lot of snacks. I've I've and it's it's hard now because we're in the grocery store and the grocery store requires masks, and so now we're wearing masks even though the store is closed. The and, and I get it, and the the work the people who are working there are still there. But how am I going to eat this? And they're like, you can't eat in here. And I'm like, but the snack review, and it's all like off the camera i'm like wah, 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 and like and then i'll come back with the snack now so we're, we're trying to we're trying to like make it work by like going to the bathroom to have the snack and closing the door and then coming back i know
0: I, but that doesn't make any sense
1: but uh, all yeah. right yeah it, uh, <laughs> no saying. but, but we, we weren't we weren't supposed to take off the masks at, for any reason and i was like oh okay so we're just trying to make it work um with, you know also want to follow their rules because sometimes to be fair, also, if I were working there, I'd probably be like, are they really still here? Because the grocery store closes at 9 p.m. And we don't leave. Well, it used to be that we would start at 8. The, back in, before all this sh- happened, we would start at 8 and end at 11. and Because they, they would close later. They would stock shelves on certain days. But now, that I, we, had, we had to change the hours. And so, uh, even then, though, they close at 9. And we leave at, like, 10.30, I'm sure. I think they've always been, like why are they still here? I want to go home, which I totally understand. So we're trying to follow the like guidelines. So we don't make them angrier than they may already be that we're there at all. So hopefully people can, you know, still understand us. We're wearing masks and stuff. But it seems to, you know, we've been twice since then, and, and it's been okay.
0: I think that it's so much fun. I like the chemistry between you and Jose. And it's just, I'm i am glad to see you guys back at the store. So yeah. not that I didn't love you guys, you know, at home in the quarantine episodes, but it's nice to see you guys back at mom's. Again, listeners, you can catch Stephanie and Jose, one iPod, one pinball, Twitch, Tuesdays, 7.15 Eastern Standard Time. So we'll put all the links in the show notes. Woo-hoo! We're wrapping up the show. We're coming towards the end. And my favorite part, my one segment inside the pinball arcade. It is a opportunity for us to get to know our guest and learn more about her pinball mind. Are you ready, Stephanie? Yes, I'm ready. All <laughs> right, here we go. Question number one, what game do you love?
1: So uh, I knew you would ask this question, and then I, I I actually love a lot of games, and I hate very few. But I the ones that I hate, I really hate. But as far as like games, I really like. I really like Safe Cracker. So I, I thought about it because that it's a, it's such a weird game, and it's very you know, different than everything else. I I really like Safe Cracker. I never get to play it. Whenever I ever see it somewhere, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna play it. I really like the game. But as far as like. Normal games. I like the Shadow is a game I really love. Love. It. Can I say more than one? Actually, I have a really. Long I'll work. give
0: you. A, a, I'll give you two. So two. You two.
1: Okay. I also, as far as like. Recent games, I really like Alice Cooper. Yeah, because it's really hard, but not like so hard that you're like screw this game. It's it's a game that I mean I I I don't own one, and the only person I know that owned one sold it because he's a dum dum. He got a (laughs) Lord of the Rings instead. I'm like, dude, and he didn't even get like to the final like billion shot. And I'm like, you can't give away a game until you beat the Until game. Until you get it. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't do that. And so anyway, I really uh, as far as like recent games, I, I, I like that game a lot too. So whenever I see it, they have one in Baltimore at, hopefully when they open Holy for Holies has one too. So I really like that game. But as far, and The the Shadow is, is a game I really love too. So.
0: Alright, question number two. Since you already said you had a couple, what yes. games do you hate?
1: I, okay, I hate Wizard of Oz. Got I, it. So uh, Part of it probably is I hate the movie. I hate Wizard of Oz. Julie Garland is too old. Dorothy's supposed to be like 12. And Julie Garland was like 30. Like, And you watch the movie and you're like, what is this woman doing here? Like, it's, I hate that movie. I really liked Return to Oz. I don't know if you ever saw that movie back in like... The late '80s, early '90s, with Feruzabal. Remember Feruzabal yes, from the I, crap? The crap, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So I really love Return to Oz. The real Wizard of Oz. I hate the movie, but I, I, I hate a lot of movies. That it, there's Pimble. I mean, I'm sure I've never seen Congo, but I'm sure the movie sucks. But yes. Wizard of Oz, like the the game, like, and I don't know if it's just it, it, this isn't all of it because clearly this can be fixed. But like, the, there's actually one at Mom's, and the flippers have. her little red shoes on them Mm -hmm. and the the shoes are short. (laughs) This is how like neurotic I am. The shoes are shorter than the actual flippers, but the flippers are black. And so I keep, whenever I see the ball coming, I'm like, Oh, the flippers are the size of the shoes and they're actually not the size of the shoes. And so Mm -hmm. I get confused yeah, I, I'm. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a crazy person.
0: As far but as like that, you're, if you're glancing so quick, I t- yeah, it, that totally makes sense. Like yeah, I see I'd, what you're I'd saying. I see, and I'm
1: like, ugh. And then just the the the, the playfield, and I kind of had this problem with the Hobbit. I don't hate the Hobbit as much as I hate Wizard of Oz, but the play field is so big, and like everything is, it's like so open in the middle, and everything's on the outside. Like I don't know. It's it just. I I'm, I'm really bad at Wizard of Oz, which is really. I mean, part of the reason why I hate it so much is because I'm bad at it. But but I'm trying to, like, figure out – because I've played it a bunch. I'm like, why am I so bad at it? I think the the rule set is too complicated. Like, I've tried to watch videos about – I'm like, I need to learn this game. Because it was in League once, and it just, like – it's also too, like like many Jersey Jack games, the scores
0: are really low. Scoring. Yeah, that, I don't like that. Like, yeah. And, I, and, and, it doesn't and, need uh, to be a billion, but I need it to be more than like yeah, a 10 point. Yeah. I was like, I can't do and, that. And
1: I understand that scores are inflated, but at this point in our lives, just like money, scores <laughs> are inflated. So now it's like bonus, 10 points. I'm like, screw you. Like, it just makes me mad. And just like, again, like the, the rule set is. You know, it's. I like games that I like deep rule sets, but when it gets too deep, I'm just. I just. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. And then I, I feel like to play Wizard of Oz like and do well, like blow it up as far as like getting a good, in a competition. You like really have to know yeah everything about it, and I'm just don't. I'm just like oh, I, I know how to lock the ball and <laughs> like and, and do the, the generic multi ball, but I don't think I've ever like. Broken down that that, that multi ball is in the upper play field. Like I don't think I've even ever done that. Like it just it just seems like and then and then you have to spell something on the left and then the ball thing and then you get weak flippers like weak flippers like thanks a lot like I don't know I hate that game. I also <laughs> so actually I had a really long list of games I hated and game no a really long list of games I love because I really like a lot of games. Very few that I hate, but like when I I hate them, I really hate them. Another game. I'm sorry. You said I could have two for the. You can have
0: two. I'll give you
1: two. So I really hate Can Crusher, which is also (laughs) known as Primus, which is also known as Big Juicy Melons. I hate that game. There's one at Lyman's, and we have it in competition because it's there, and I. I, I, I have TD'd some tournaments at, at Lymans some women's tournaments, some normal tournaments, and I always want to take it out. And, but I never do because, because I'm like, I don't want people to think it's because I hate it. I, I think little flipper games, like classics games, you know, from, you know, the, the this, this, this 60s and the 70s whatever the, the, yeah. those are fun this is like some like weird hybrid that i just i'm just like i hate like i hate it i hate that game so those are the two games i <laughs> I, I hate the most. Uh, can crusher also like the the like sound package from can crusher it's like yes. dude dude you gotta crush those cans like who brought the like the dud like, I'm like shut the hell up and then uh, and then it has a band in it that i'm just like who is this band it's just uh, you know, maybe maybe I would like Primus better because I like Primus, but um,
0: music, to me, like if I have to play one of them, I'd rather play the the Primus rest. Yes. But, yes,
1: I would too. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah. I think I would still hate it, but just not as so 'cause I'd be like, Oh, at least the music is enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I played Primus when I went to Cider Cade up in Dallas and I'm like this is fine. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. see its other, you know, iterations. But you don't, you don't want right. to, you don't want
1: to crush cans with Red Fang. <laughs>
0: no, I'm ladies
1: and gentlemen, Red Fang. Oh God. Anyway, I'm sure the band is great, but uh, really, I hate that game. But <laughs> all uh, right. But, but Waz
0: is worse. Waz is worse. Waz is number one. And then yes. Can I'm Crusher one A.
1: <laughs> yes. One A. <1A. laughs>
0: All right. Question number three, what is your favorite pinball sound? This can be a call out. This can be the sound a mech makes or a soundtrack to a particular machine.
1: Okay. So as far as the soundtrack to a game goes, I like Batman 66 because it's it's like funky and it's like, you feel like you're in like, you're doing the batutsi, you know, woo. Or you're like, it's just, you know, fun and funky. But as far as like a sound in a game like a like just like a I like frontier. They're like coo coo, coo that thing and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cricket. and like I think some people find it annoying, but I think it's really nice. I'm like ah, oh, I'm in. I I feel like I'm like the mountain man on his like you know the the guy the the guy on the back glass right on his like you horse. and Kenny Rogers yeah and Kenny Rogers <laughs> and um and he's like you know all he's out by himself. There's the crickets and he hears the so like whatever the cuckoo is like a coyote, I guess, but whatever, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm out in the, I'm out in the wilds. It's, it's comforting. I like it. That's probably my favorite
0: sound. Love that. All right. Question number four, what is your favorite pinball art package? This can be back glass art. This can be play field art or cabinet art or a mix of the three.
1: So I actually recently, I think, I think I told you, I, I, well, I didn't tell you. I ha- I I own a Baywatch. That is not my favorite back class. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I was like,
0: wow, no, that no, is yeah, surprising, but go no.
1: on. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have a Baywatch in my house, and I have a Data East Star Wars in my house right now that is not mine. It's the um, operator from Lyman's is storing it here. I'm actually kind of tired of it. It's, it's kind of a boring game after a while. But um, David, come give me another game. <laughs> but uh, I actually bought a Atlantis, the Wedgehead, the Gottlieb. Atlantis. Oh, yeah. Atlantis. And I've been kind of fixing it up with uh, – Jose has been helping me because he, he knows how to, you know, fix games and I don't. And so we, we've been, like, cleaning it up and stuff. But the, the play field art is really, really, really – it, like, makes the game, I think, just, like, how pretty the the, the – the playfield is. And the, the and the back glass is pretty too. It's just kind of, also the back is kind of funny. I'm like, what are these guys doing? They're like, you know, like swimming around Atlantis. Like they're, I'm like, they're not mer people. They don't have like fish. They don't have fish, but they're just like, like fish tails. or are just like swimming around. I'm like, how does this work? But anyway, I think the play field on that is, is really, really pretty. So that's probably it is my, beautiful. My, my favorite ones so far.
0: That's awesome that you have that. We have that at What's Brewing, the place where we host our leagues. And it's it's probably the oldest game in the collection, but it's one of my favorites. It's a fun game to play. It's actually really hard. If you've ever played Atlantis, God forbid, when you're trying to get it through those right-hand lanes, when you're trying to hit the switches in order, I'm like, nah.
1: Yeah, like, it, is, it, it is hard, for sure.
0: Yeah. Deceptively um, simple,
1: though. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: It's like you look at it, you're like, I got this, and you're like, you know, you
1: don't. No, you don't. No. You don't. no. <laughs> and and also the, the game that I that I bought, it had it clearly was on had been on location before. It had so much tar buildup on the sides, oh, no. so much. Like I used, I forget the name of the the like stuff you bought at Home Depot to like get rid of tar, but it also takes off paint, so you have to like be careful. It was called Crud Cutter, and I I, I think I lack like like sprayed that cabinet down with crud cutter. Because like, you can't do it all at once. You have to do it like in layers so you don't take all the paint off. I must have put like, I used a whole bottle on it just like, so you were saying it was on location. And I was like, I was impressed that someone had like... It graffitied their name into it and I was like ah. it's just like it, it, this is from like the 70s so I'm like oh it's cool at least it better have been from the 70s so that's the only reason why I <laughs> thought it was cool but yeah like I'm surprised that's on, that's on location because it, it actually it's i got I got a, a a relatively good deal on it and I had uh, looked and it, it's worth a lot of money those machines so like now I would be very hesitant to put it on location so <laughs> like, no this, this is too valuable but that's really cool that you you have one there so
0: yeah no we love it. All right. Next question. What is your grail pin? What is the pinball machine that you want to own either that you currently own or that you want to own above all others?
1: Yeah. So I, I, I didn't know you were going to ask this. What? Oh, I didn't write write it down because I didn't know what the answer was. I don't know if I have one game that I'm like, oh, I must own this game. I, 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 I'd say like it used to be like indiana jones the pinball adventure but jose has, one. yeah jose has one so i've played it a bunch and now i, I still love it but i, I don't really need it I, I don't know i would at this point the game that i would guess would be that game and i really it would be stargazer i really would like one of those and and the, the, you know as far as like grail games like You know, when you say grail games, it sounds like it's like a hard game to get. I know that's not necessarily true, but at least for me, it's like, if I really want to just like throw money at somewhere, I think it's actually hard to get one of those like stargazer. They made made less than a thousand. I looked it up. It was like 890 or something like that. And you know, when you find them, they're, you know, they're, they're priced accordingly. So I would love one of those. I would like Alice Cooper. Too, but I think that's more attainable. But uh, yeah, I love a lot of games. And there, I, I don't, you know, I, I think I'm lucky that, you know, there, there's places around here where I can play games that I really like, I really like Batman 66, too. But there's one at mom's. So I don't really feel like I need to own it. Because like, I'm lucky enough that I can go play it. But as far right. as like games that I never see that I would love to play, and I would stay and play it for like a long time, it, it's probably Stargazer. So, if you have any any people out there I know a grandma who has a stargazer in her basement, <laughs> who doesn't know, doesn't know what she has going for her, you can send her my way. Um, contact Stephanie. Yeah, contact <laughs> me for sure.
0: All right, next question: What is your favorite event, expo, tournament to either attend or play in besides Pinberg?
1: Besides Pinburg, yeah, I guess it would. I would say. In disc was really fun because uh, I, would, I would definitely go again. I mean, I've been to, you know, the the and events on the East, uh, you know, like mid Atlantic events and, you know, New York's, uh, I, I have not been to the New York pinball championships. I had considered going this year, but that didn't happen either. But um, yeah, I definitely say I would say in disc was the, I, I guess I would say Pinburg, But uh, after that, it would definitely be in disc because it, it, it was a cool place to go and, you know, a different kind of vibe, I would say.
0: I love that. Love that. No, I, I definitely. It's on my list of places I want to go. We'll, we'll see what the world looks like. In a yeah, bit, but well,
1: you know, uh, if if we can't go in twenty twenty two, then well, I think we have bigger problems than yeah, yeah
0: being yeah. able to go. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Well,
1: it might be our our whole world might be like Mad Max at that point. So yeah. yeah so.
0: Who or whom would you most like to play pinball with? And this person living. Passed away or fictitional. It can be anybody you want. Whom would you most like to play pinball with, or who do you enjoy playing pinball with the most?
1: Yeah. So Phil told me that this that this was one of the questions, and so I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, because I'll say you to like you know my my streamer friend, you know, uh, and you know Phil and Jose are my favorite people to play with now. But as far as like the who would I want to play pinball with now, like that's so. Uh, I guess like weird owl or something like some, someone nice someone nice. like that <laughs> um, cuz you know I you know there's no one like I'm not I don't I'm not like a a fangirl for any like pinball celebrity so I would want to play like with someone that might be fun to play with and, and cuz actually um, I thought it, this might be your next question but I've always thought that there should be a weird owl pin Pin- pinball machine. I gotta what? hook you
0: up with Tracy Abrams. She's runs bells and chimes. Austin. She's a Weird Al fan. That's who she most wants to play pinball with, and that's her dream. Yeah, that's her dream. Weird Al. It, 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 it,
1: it, so a Weird Al pin would be pretty cool, right? Like, I feel like there's enough like like Weird Al fans that they would be popular. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I guess Weird Al would be would would be a good a choice for pinball. But as far as normal people, it's uh, Jose Jose and Phil. Um, oh, I love but that, that! But that's not as fun as Weird Al. Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> All right, since we've already alluded to it, final question: What is your dream theme? This is a theme that has not been created before, but that you would like to see come to life from a major pinball manufacturer.
1: So, a, so back in the day, it used to my dream. My dream theme has already been it, it got made, and it nice. was. Dirt- Ghostbusters. And that's a, and I had always thought that they should make one. And they did. And I, I do love that game. It's very divisive. Everyone thinks it's my favorite game because I'm all because it was in League and I really love I love that movie a lot. I love Ghostbusters 2 a lot. We will not speak of the Ghostbusters that came after that. That was no... Sorry, we don't have that in common. I did not <laughs> like Way to Ghostbusters. They should have, the Ghostbusters should have ended after Ghostbusters 2. I, I, I'm also not looking... Actually, what happened to that? What happened to the Ghostbusters that they're making? Yeah, you wasn't know, it
0: supposed to come out this year? Yeah,
1: that, and that was like that was like Ghostbusters Kids Edition, where it's like, you know, uh, um, I don't think I'll like that either. But I, I did... I, I, I do have... I, I So... I, with a lot of other people, I do, well, I did, I actually don't know if you can see, No, I did like Harry Potter a lot. Oh, like when it was coming out, but JK Rowling turned out to be kind of a, and she's like, she's kind of like, well, the whole like, you know, recent things with Twitter and stuff is weird. And then also I didn't like how she like George Lucas, the whole book, like, after the books were all done she's like oh guess what like this is what happened to this person i'm like no you can't do that like you didn't write the book shut up and then she started talking about the whole like other stuff and i'm like oh i don't need to give you more money and so like if if a harry potter pin got made she would get more money and i don't want her to have any more money so originally i would have said that and then so weird owl Sorry, this is like four things. I also think the Karate
0: Kid would be a good one. The Karate Kid would be amazing. And I, okay, I did not like Karate Kid 3. Sorry, Hillary Swank, but I did like Karate no, that's Kid not, 2. That's not, that's not Karate
1: Kid 3. That's Wait. Karate Kid 4. Karate, karate, kid karate Kid 3 was when they made the the the, the bonsai shop
0: yes i always forget about it See, yeah, I always it's remember, not very good not yeah very no good. see that's why i forgot about yeah. it so. but yes, i love the, other, for, the first two were like it eh. like i saw those in the theater yeah. and i remember and, them and too. so
1: i was actually talking with jose about this and that and as, as I, about this question i was like yeah karate kid and he said he's like oh yeah you could have like team-up modes which eat with with daniel's he has a girlfriend in each movie. Right. So in, yeah. in the, in the first one, yeah, he has Elizabeth shoe as his girlfriend. So you could team up Elizabeth shoe. And then number two, it's the Japanese girl whose name I don't remember. And then in the third movie, it's the girl. I don't know the actress's name, but she was in other things, but she kind of like friend zones, Daniel. And so like, she could be one. And then I was like, well, would you have one for the Hillary swank one? And I don't even remember the Hillary swank one. If she had like a significant other in that, but I was just trying to think of modes. And then you could have like the, like the, like the, the karate
0: like, tournament.
1: and Yes. Yes. So the wizard mode, we, we agreed would be the all Valley tournaments. And then, but you'd also have like modes, with like the, the cause you like paint the fence and wax the floor. And, and oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this would be good. And I think it would kind of, Cause like, I, I feel like Stern tries to make games that, you know, they have all those dad rock pins like Metallica and like Iron Maiden, which I love those games, but like, they're trying to like appeal to a clientele. Right. I'm like, right. Karate, Karate Kid would sell.
0: It's right, right in there. It's right? that eighties nostalgia. yeah, yeah it's like, There like, you yeah. go. Yeah.
1: um And then the last one, this would not maybe not be as popular with dad rock crowd, but the labyrinth yeah, the yeah. One. oh jennifer connelly david yeah. bowie yeah. Oh. I, 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 david bowie was like my i remember when i was like i don't know when da- i was born in 1981 so like i don't know when labrith came out but i remember when i was a kid and i watched it he was the first like guy on a, a screen that i was kind of like ooh, he's like pretty and i was like mom i like him but i like meant like i kind of like had a crush on him but i was like too young to be having crushes but i, I specifically remember like feel i was like oh like he's like cool looking, you know. So anyway, I've always like totally that.
0: had the same vibes. Like, yeah, like a, he, I'm he, a few years old. older than you, and I think I want to say that came out in like eighty six, eighty seven. And mm-hmm. I remember watching it like, like dude, I was like, I like him. Like I like yeah, him. Yeah, like it right? was kind of like, it's, it's like you know, the, I mean, it's,
1: it's like this weird androgynous thing. And you're like, ooh, like you you care about how you look, and you have makeup on, and your hair is cool, and you're like, but you're also like. You clearly are like a rock star so yeah. like anyway i don't know if that can come through in a pinball theme but as far as like you know like that like the like upside down thing like where he's in the M- the mc escher kind of painting when he sees that yeah. like I move those stars for no one that thing you could have like an upside down. Thing. Well, I guess the upside down thing Yeah, You could of-
0: have like the snow globe seeing where they're doing the dance. You could yeah. have, you know, the, you know, they're going to the goblin city that could even be like an upper play field. This has been mentioned and I'm apologize to whoever was on, but I know somebody else has bought up labyrinth. So, but so, I, I, really? I like Henson. So like, I think it would work. It would totally work. All right. Well, Stephanie, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Uh, Again, you guys, you can catch Stephanie Jose on one iPod, one pinball on Twitch Tuesdays at 715 Eastern time. They are also part of the pinball network. And we'll put all the links in the show notes. Again, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Well, thank,
1: thank you for having me. It was, it was good to talk to you.
0: Again, guys, thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, uh, please leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts at. If you want to see somebody interviewed on the show or you comment, witticism, whatever, email the show backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. And if you super duper like it, you can you follow us on Patreon and support us at the nightlight level and you get cool swag, but you can find out more about that at the website, backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, thank you so, so much. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other and keep living. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show.